How's it going, Jim? This is, this is great. This is the first. This is awesome. This is yeah. going to be challenging. Uh, as you can see, I've got a lot of paperwork here, man. So I did a little bit of research and, and stuff, and I wanted to get the ball rolling. Obviously, today we're going to talk about lumber, material, prices, going through the roof, how everything is working, what's going on in this industry. Uh, I don't know what's going on in this industry. It's out of control. I mean, you've been in the business for a long, long time, so you've seen this go up and down, up and down, but I don't think you've ever seen it go this up. I haven't seen this far up. No. This fast. No, this fast. Yeah, no. It's. I mean, it's going to come down. Everything always How does. much, though? Well, you know, what it takes... We're at, we're at a, what, eight by five? We're over 10. We're over 10 for rate. Sheet of plywood, for two by four. Uh, yeah, we're at, uh, nine, we're tickling $90 for a sheet of three quarter ply. Uh, so I wanted to just say, so I've got a bunch of, uh, I did a story where I was at Home Depot and I was walking around and I was shocked by it. And then all of a sudden I had a bunch of you guys reach out to me and just leave some comments, which was great. And it all started with um, at Maz underscore A-R-A-Z, landscaping company, and uh, Maz is his name. And so he's like, hey, Manny, I'm sure you, uh, a lot of people come to you and talk about the lumber prices. I don't even uh, buy $500 worth of lumber per year, but most of my clients are builders. And guess what? They don't have any more money to spend when it comes to the outdoor landscaping, which is always the case. And it's even worse now as a result of this. And, uh, and he goes, can you guys speak about uh, the rest of the industry and put the premier on the spot, create a petition and have everyone sign it because this is robbery. I agree with you. Doug Ford comes and finds a little store for price gouging on toilet paper, but he looks away when big guys have their uh, parking lots full of lumber and plywood and still charging three times more during the construction season. We have a voice, we have followers, and, and I can't agree with you more, Maz, to tell you the truth. So, But is it, but is it Doug? I don't think it's so much Doug. I think it's Fedmo more than anything, I, right? I think they have to, I mean, let's face it, you know, all our stuff is coming from the huge manufacturers, the huge mills, you know, BC, you know, Quebec, like all these places. And I, I think this is where, you know, Justin's got to step up to the plate and say, hey, guys, like, you know, you got to stop gouging your own, your own people. Now, how much stuff is going south of the border too, right? No. Well, that's what I wanted to talk about, right? So these and guys. How much stuff is going across the ocean? See, look, I got, I got, a, I got a bunch of stuff that's going on. The only thing is, I'm just noticing something right now. Hang on a second, one second, Jim. I'm gonna have to actually stop this and just pause for a second. Okay, so now I think. Okay, now we're back on track. I can still use that beginning part. It's totally fine. Okay, so these guys are Glenwood Construction. How do we get the client to pony up for the cost difference when a contract? and pricing were already established. Like there's a bunch of shit. Like how do we, you guys are gonna have to like, uh, just forgive us because the thing is we, we got a whole list of stuff that we got to do here. Uh, so sorry, we had a little bit of technical issues. Now we're back on track. Right. I want to yeah. talk about um, Jim. So we've got some guys out here at Kyle underscore 13 underscore 02. So this is his reaction to my posting of the Home Depot pricing and that's when we first discovered the $84 right. sheet of plywood. Uh, he sends me a picture of gold bars on racks and calling it the lumber racks at Rona. Yeah, it's 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 what it is. <laughs> it, it's insane, right? So I just want to start letting everybody know that. Okay, so Jim and I are going to get right into this, and um, uh, I want to ask everybody: So why are the lumber prices so high in 2020? Why do they go up, right? 
the bottom line is that uh, strong demand and a tight supply, and th that's what caused the prices to soar. New numbers from the National Association of Home Builders shows that since mid-April of 2020, lumber prices have risen 130%. Those increases costs have increased the cost of a single-family home more than 16000 on average. On average. That's what they're doing so right So what now. kind of home is that? Right? That's just I mean, I just average. Had, I, sorry, man. I just had to go because this all you other guys out there that are, you know, all in the same position as, as we are, I just had to go to a client and say, you know, your $75,000 lumber budget for your house is now 145. It's For Fortunately for, for these people that, you know, they, there's going to move forward. Here's a, here's a, here's a, here's an interesting point. And this is my fear in this whole thing right now speaking to a couple of the architects that we that we work with and uh they said they you know one of one of them said he goes i just got issued a bunch of permits for my clients five of the clients are saying stop they put a pause not going to go forward with this because of the lumber prices it's and you know again let's like a lot of custom builders i mean we're building three four five six thousand square feet it's not sixteen thousand dollars no it's not you know i mean like i just said this house that i'm talking about is six thousand square feet and now now it's a hundred deal and by the time we actually get to it who knows it's probably gonna be 150 160 thousand dollar package but that's just the lumber well and we know that there's other metals gone up right glues have gone up there's only minimum materials in construction that have not gone up. They've right. gone economically up. And that's fine. The expectation. You know, you know, yeah, we, we expect, you know, the 5 to 10 to 15% every April when building season comes. And then fall, it'll drop down a bit. But, you know, again, you know, it just boils down to supply and demand. So they, so they say, okay, I'll go along with that. The mills were closed because of COVID and stuff like that. And there will be a, sh and, and which would then bring a shortage. But why do you have to gouge the shit out of, it's not us. Like the thing is, you're not gouging, gouging the shit out of the contractor. We're just passing it on. But what's going to happen already happening. Our clients are going to say, forget it. I'm not Screech, doing this. I'm stop. waiting. Yeah. And now what? Now we start to run out of work. Recession comes. That's the next step. That's the next step. That's the next step. And that's, that's exactly what's happening now. And I lost one job last week. So they just put because a pause. Because of their prices. Yeah, I, I sent the quote in. I, I, you have to send quotes in reflecting the market. Yeah. Because the thing is, we still have to make our profit. The trades are still charging their prices. It's not like the trades have increased their prices. They have it. But they have increased a little bit because they have to offset their increase in material. So now their numbers are coming in a little bit higher. Your numbers come in, your management fee, your profitability goes up a little bit more now. So now the number that they thought was in their head is higher. So then they start saying, you know what? Stop. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got clients that have spent the money already on drawings, architects, mission for permits, all that stuff. And they're thinking, well, that's a fraction of the entire process. Do we want to keep going forward knowing that this is going to be very expensive or do we want to just stop right now and let everybody else worry about this? They're saying that there's a combination that it's twofold. A lot yeah. of experts that when I did some research, it's the interest rates are not going up. 
That's all. Making it very attractive to purchase homes. Right. So the home prices are still going up. And then the material costs are going up. So right. it's, it's, a, it's a perfect storm right now for people who want to do certain things, but they're making a lot of money as a result, too. Right. Softwood industry right. is making a lot of money. I mean, it, it, yeah, you know what? I mean, I've heard the same thing. I mean, it's human nature, right? We'll get over it. Just like when, you know, when the HST got harmonized and everybody was whining and bitching about the 8%, now it's all 13. You know what? Everybody does. They just forget about it and they just go ahead and pay it. I don't know if it's going to happen a, this time. This is a too too big of a forget. This is uh, this is huge. This is a huge forget, and I honestly believe that this is going to be a self-imposed recession. Yeah, we, I think so. We, I think there's there's too much greed yeah. happening right now. Yeah, too much money stimulus given being given out. Oh, and what's going to happen yeah. when that stops? Jim, just to give you an idea, 2009. 2010, 2011, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16 were all relatively about the same when it came for two by four costs. There was a slight jump from 2009 to 2010. It went back down in 11. It jumped a little bit in 12. It stayed steady in 13 and 14. 15, it dropped back down a tiny bit. It went up a little bit in 16. 17, huge jump, almost doubled. Then it dropped back down in 18. It stayed a little bit around the same area in 19. 2020, it has quadrupled. It's crazy. And now they don't even have a chart here for 2021. You can't say. Stop the charts. I mean, I think it's fair to say that 21 is going to be higher than 20. It has to be. Already is. We already knew last year a two by four was what five dollars or so. What is and it now? Towards the end of the year it was getting to six seven, and now we're twenty one. We're starting with a seven fifty, seven seventy five, eight dollar two by four. There's a threat of ten dollar two by four, possibly a fourteen dollar two by four. I just want to talk about certain little things here about how will the prices go up? J J L L says the accuracy depends entirely on the starting date of a forecast time frame through lumber prices. Basically, it means that it's volatile right now because of construction materials overall lumber lumber prices will be higher that's a fact that's what they're saying in 2021 right now nobody knows what it's going to be like in 2022 i think the concern is that if a recession does kick in i think they're going to drop they will but then you're going to lose half the workforce construction wise well it's going to be unemployment through the roof that's exactly what's going to happen and there's no reason for it as far as i'm concerned you can't do it that way Right. And, you know, I mean, again, it's it's the stimulus is one thing and that's great that, you know, for some people that needed it and, you know, there's a ton of people that needed it. But I think this is where, you know, our governments have to to step up to the plate and and go to the big guy and say, yeah, you know what? It's just like DGR said, you know, this is capitalism at its finest. Oh. And, and and it's true. For sure it is. I think, you know, look, I'm all for, you know, businesses thriving. And I mean, that's what we do. Like, I mean, we are in business. We're self-employed. We're entrepreneurs. We This is what we do. We do. We, we want to make money. At the end of the day, I mean, you got to look at the long term. Like, it's going to put a ton of us out of work. I mean, let's face it now. I mean, a lot of our a lot of our guys right now are busy on the smaller stuff, but I but I know a lot of guys are slow right now, and that's because the permits haven't been issued because the city is, you know, using every excuse they can, even at the best of times. And now, you know, with with COVID, it even takes longer to get a, a permit through. But when they do come through, I'm sure there's going to be a rush, and you know, there will be a 
you know, a huge surge in um, in work. But I'm just worried if this just continues. Is it going to be too little, too late? It's going to be too little, too late. At that point, right? Because I think that the clients are are paying attention to, listen, it's making the news every evening. So like I can't hold a go. I can't hold a lumber quote more than two days. And then that joke that you said earlier on another show, you're talking about how it's good for two days. Like the and that wasn't good. a joke. No, I, normally we it would, was written on the quote. <laughs> we we put in our quotes, our estimates. We go, listen, this number is generally good for thirty days. That right. has to be removed now because yeah. you can't contain. You can't keep that. It's impossible. Yeah, you shouldn't because then you're going to be out profit yeah. at that point. So it's again, it goes back to that whole thing about how you're getting fair market value. You're putting all the numbers in, but then the the rental that you spoke about last season before the winter is now 10, 20, 30% more. Yeah. And then you get a client going, well, that was kind of our contingency. That was kind Which of is true, our right? max. And yeah. now we're already going, we're starting at our max. And what so, if something does go wrong? Or we, have, we have no cushion. Nothing at all. And we don't want to be in a pickle. We don't want to have to go back to the bank and increase the line of credit or get yeah. this or borrow this or take away from savings. They're going to come back and they're going to go to us and go, guys, I'm sorry, we're stopping it. Right. And that's what I'm saying. That's where it's going to go. And then there's, you know, then there's nothing. Then the unemployment's going to go. It's going to happen. I, right? got, I got a bunch of information I want to start sharing here. So like the New England building supply, right? So where are lumber prices right now? Uh, lumber prices have doubled and tripled over the past year. OSB boards, uh, for example, were three times higher in September 2020 compared to September 2019. Other prices have gone way up. Western spruce 2x4s, for example, have gone up 158% over the past year. Studs have risen 164%. Southern pine has gone up 147%. These are like astronomical Stupid. numbers. Absolutely, absolutely. Remember a few years ago when there, when there was the forest fires out west? Yeah. I mean, I remember I was building, we were, we were doing a place, and, um, and plywood went to almost 60 bucks. Went from 38 to 58, and we thought it was like the end of the world. And uh, <laughs> Now you're almost paying double. Right? And now, now it's like, if I could find something for 58, 60 it's a bucks, deal. it would be a deal. But that's what's going to happen, right? They're going to jam it up to 90 bucks, and then they'll lower it to 75 and we're going to think that, oh, isn't that great? And meanwhile, they just jammed it up another 30 40%, and they get, and they're going to continue to get it. Okay, so I don't want, we, we've got a lot of U.S. listeners, and we've got obviously a lot of Canadian listeners. Yeah. And this is, honestly, this is a U.S. Canadian, Canada, U.S. deal, yeah. right? So I want to actually talk about the chronological overview of the softwood lumber industry, how it all got to this point and why we import what we import, uh, what we export to the U.S. and other places and, and how it all got to that point. So it says like 81, the U.S. lumber industry urged the Department of Commerce to investigate Canadian stumpage programs to impose a counter... Uh, a countervailing duty on the grounds of unfair subsidization of their lumber exports. So a stumpage is what they think our market is worth. So they, yeah, they look at it like, okay, well, this is what we think it's worth. So you should give us that. 
And that's where the dispute started. This has been going on for a long, long oh, time. Tons. Right? 83, the Department of Commerce, again, ruled that the stumpage programs were specific to single industry and hence now not counter-available, right? In 86, the lumber industry demanded another investigation. The thing is that Canada's stumpage or whatever it is, they have pr uh, public land where all this softwood's coming from. In the U.S., it's private land. So that's why U.S.'s softwood lumber is more expensive internally and it's cheaper to or get our lumber. To buy Canadian lumber. Exactly. And that's why, that's part of the reason why we have so much. Guess who is our number one customer? It's the U.S. Our number two customer is China. Right. Our number three is Japan. Right. And then it trickles off from there. So it's like, here, I'll tell you right now, this was 2018 numbers. The U.S. export, or sorry, uh, imported $20 billion worth of softwood from Canada. Right. China took 4.6 billion. Japan took 1.4 billion. India was 549,000. And it goes on and on and on. And I found it really interesting that you're talking about it goes as far as our wood, our softwood wood goes all the way to Antarctic, like as much as 13 cents for whatever reason. But our wood is getting all over the world right now. But our two biggest customers are taking the bulk of it. And then it's not leaving much for us. That's something that's a little scary if you think about it. Well, again, I think it boils down to our our own government giving away our resources when we need them right now. But know. they've made all these deals. They've made all these deals with these guys, all these countries. So then, you know, like it's no different than the softwood milling going on right now. We're purchasing lumber that's been milled, what, like last season, wasn't it? Or in the yeah. fall or, or winter. Uh, there was something that I came across that said that basically a lot of the harvesting happens during the winter months because yeah. that's when the tree has less sap and it's the best time to actually easier harvest to the get wood. In. Easier. It's yeah. all easier to do that. So they do it then. So basically all this lumber that they've been harvesting was last winter. Yeah. And now it's being milled and produced and sent to market now. And then we're seeing a huge jump as it. A lot of the, the softwood industry is saying that the reason for their increases is because of COVID safety, health and safety procedures that they've increased. But is it? At 135%? That's, that's right. Yeah. Like, that's insane. I don't understand how it's that much more. Because, you know, if that was the case, I would walk into my mom and pop shop and I would expect something that I bought for, you know, 50 bucks all of a sudden be sold to me at 150 bucks that's not the case so if we're not seeing it there so why are we seeing it there that but are they not being subsidized or uh isn't there a stimulus going to these that's companies yeah you're going to every other company yeah. so yeah. why wouldn't it you're assuming that there is right so so it's it, you know at the end of the day it's really double dipping right it is 100 percent. it is I just got a bunch more going on. <laughs> uh, I want to, what else do I want to talk about here? So, I mean, some of these guys here. So I think, you know, you, you know, where, where it went back earlier when we first started that uh, somebody mentioned about, you know, Doug Ford or whatever. I, I mean, I think it's, I think, sure. This isn't just an Ontario thing. This is a, this is a, a country thing. So I think, yeah, whoever, whoever's in charge of it all, I think, you know, Doug, should be going after Justin to do something on these prices and do something on the supply. Are they not doing something because they think that during the entire pandemic, 
we were essential and we were still working. But a lot of the high rise guys were not working. They said, it's not safe. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to come in. Right. That tune changed. And then everybody went to work. So construction in general across Canada still went to work while everybody else was staying at home. Right. So is the government looking at us going, no, 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 you guys are making plenty of money. We were making plenty of money. We, but we were also working really hard to make that money. But now our well, problem... I, I mean, I wouldn't say we're making plenty of money. No. We're making our way. We're making, we're making, a, making our, de- we're make, a decent living. We're making our living. Yeah. yeah. But and now we've got material costs that are really, really messing with that living. Right. That's what's but going you know on. what? Here, Joe Public, if you're listening to any of us, it, it, at the end of the day, it's coming to you. It's not you and I. We have to. Pass we have to pass the buck. Yeah. I mean, we're going to make our wage. That's it. You know, we're going to make our percentage on the new percentage of of what lumber is, I guess. Or do we? How bad do we want the job? Maybe we can't do that. Maybe we got to pull back. But at the end of the day, it, it's going to the homeowner. Now going to jack the price of the house up more. Like, I don't know. Like, when, how long? When, how long can real estate continue to do this? Listen, we don't have the immigration that we were having in nineteen. The influx? No, we don't. We don't. I mean, I think here in Toronto, we probably had like a hundred to two hundred thousand. I think wasn't it? Yeah. What's his name? Justin wants to let four hundred thousand in, but that's just four hundred thousand new votes for him. But I mean, uh, I mean, we don't have that right now. But when the gates open up again, we're going to need lumber. We're going to need houses. And so, like, what could you know we what? possibly why, do here? Why? I mean, I, I just don't know why we're for. I, I feel, and you know, hopefully, I'm completely wrong about this. But I feel that we're we're forcing. When I say we, you know, not us, our government is forcing us into a recession, or or into a you know into a, a building you know, into our trade, into the construction, and there's going to be a lull. Let's face it. I think construction is half the economy, is it? Is it not? I agree with you. It is. is and it, and is now it? what are you doing? You're basically poking holes at the economy. You're, kill, you're killing, you have to pay this stimulus back. Yeah. So if we're not working, how are you going to pay it back? Yeah. Where's your tax money coming? It's not. It was, in, it was interesting. I was at a supplier recently and I just came across the owner and I was like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. We got talking. I was behind the fence wearing a mask. He was behind the fence and wearing a mask. And it, it, it kind of looked like prison a little bit, like it was a little chain link fence and a little hole there. So I started joking around, put my hands behind there, put the cuffs on, you know what yeah. I mean? And while I'm waiting for my, my uh, product to arrive. And we got talking and he actually brought up a really good point. He's like, how old are you, Manny? I was going, well, I'm almost 50, right? And he goes, well, listen, I'm, I'm 60. I think, what did he say? I don't want to give him years, but I think he was like 62 or something like that. He goes, listen. These two years of this pandemic shit at my age, it's like a decade of my life for you younger guys. Like what's going on? You guys are like blinking of an eye. It doesn't mean anything. Everybody else that's at the tail end of their construction career, this is paramount. Like this is huge. So something has to be done, but I don't know what the government officials, first of all, they don't work to begin with. You know what I mean? Like they don't work the hours that we work to begin with. So all of a sudden, what can be done as a result well, of I this? I mean, at the end of the day, we don't have the pension plan they that do. They have. And a lot of other, you know, sectors have. Where majority of contractors are self-sustained, self-employed, self, 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 everything. Everything self. 
and, and it's scary. So then when we, you know, Jim, how many conversations have you had with clients where you, you do, okay, listen, uh, Jim, can you get me a so-and-so? I need somebody, uh, I need someone to take care of something. Can you find me somebody? And they come in, they, they give a quote and all of a sudden you got to put your points on it. Yeah. Now they come in and now you put your points on it. You always have a conversation with the client going, well, you know, it's actually cost this much, but I got to add this much. Plus I got to add the tax on top of that. Yeah, I get it because it's my person. I found him. It's my relationship. I'm bringing, yeah. to, I'm managing that's them. Worth super, something. That's how it works. Right. But now with this whole increase of everything, it becomes a double conversation. You and I and everybody listening are the blame. The, the contractor's. It's our fault. Guy, it's, right? it's our fault. That's what they, I think that's how they look at you sometimes. Well, look at it this way. Gas prices go up. Do the government, does the government ever reduce their taxes on that gas? No. Prices of material go up. Contractor charges the same fees. Why should we have to take off our fees to reduce the amount of money you're going to spend as a client? But then the alternative is we're stopping the job. We're not going to do it. We're right. going to wait. All right. So then you have nothing. You get nothing. So yeah. you f forget what your fees are because there is no fee. There is no fee at that point. And that's the thing. And I know you brought this up briefly on another thing. It's like, you know, you, you got to be careful about trades coming in, submitting their quotes. And if it gets too high and it's not fair, you may not get the job. Then guess what? All of us are not working. Right. So right now there's a huge threat of all of us not working. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to encourage every tradesperson out there, stand your ground. Like, don't start lowering your fees to try to get the job because you're only going to hurt your business or your guys. Yeah, and then no, I agree. I agree. Right. I like agree. why, why do that? So then you can basically get to the point where I might as well just stay at home and not make any money because guess what? I'm not making any money at this point. And you know, I agree with that 100%, but, but <laughs> that's the beauty of the show. But <laughs> I think this might be one of those times where Maybe you may have to drop a few points instead know, of 10, seven, suck it up. I've said, you know, I've said to, to Dan, my business partner, that I said, you know what, I'm writing off 20, 21, and hopefully we'll start to see, you know, things going back to normal in 22. And to be honest, guys, Dan and I have already started that on on um when we're pricing out and, and putting budgets together we're squeezing our our um we are what's the reaction they're not liking it well who's not liking it the well, trades no 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 i mean yeah sure i'm pushing the trades too i said guys you know we got to get this job maybe we're we're knocking our feet but not even the trades our own markup yeah our feet we're bringing down a couple points. But you're, you're doing it to, to understand, and I agree with you on that, but you're also kind of, you got to ask the trades to do the same thing too. We all got to rally together and work yeah. together on this. So yeah. instead of making 100 points or whatever, we drop it down to 90, 80 points, whatever. At least that way we still get work. Yeah. We're still making some money. And yeah, we still we're still, you know what, keeping the doors open. That's, a, that's all it is. Keeping the doors open, keeping our guys working, like I'm not asking my guys to take a you know a cut. No. I mean no, they, they mean they're making their dough. You know we're just we're just taking a. I mean we we had to let a few people go here at the beginning of the year, beginning of 2020 when the shit hit the fan because of had, the uncertainty. We right. I mean you know we just move into a new place. We just spent a whack of dough. 
And um, it's a nice place, by the way. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, boo-hoo for us too, right? Like, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying, like, even if we did move in here, we still would have to look at. We can't care. We can't sustain all this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not just this. We can't our employees. So we have to. You got to figure out alternatives. Figure out how we're doing it, right? Like we, you know, and again, we we chopped out our vehicles. We just got the bare necessities now. What we need. But is it also fair, Jim? Like, should we ask the suppliers to give us a little bit more of a break, or is it all going to just trickle down and then? You see, see, you know what, you know, I mean, dealing with the lumber people that I, you know, the, the suppliers that I deal with, I don't think the markups are huge on them. I don't think they're making a ton of money. No, they're probably no. not. Then like there, it's a very small percentage, I think that they make, but it's volume that they do. Right. So that's how they, you know, that's how these big places make their dough. But yeah, no, you know what, guys, I do, you know, everybody do, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that we have, you know, cut our feedback a little bit so that we can, we can, we can get the job and keep everybody working. And keep it doesn't always busy. work. I mean, yeah. there's somebody that's willing to go further. I want to just bring up some comments here, right? So H2O plumbers, uh, we just received the memo from uh, for 20% increase in plastic pipe and fittings prices due to resin shortages yeah. in production. That's the reason why they were saying that, right? It's And he just thinks it's the only way it's going up. He doesn't see it going down. Now, at House MDNJ, our prices haven't changed to reflect the increase in material costs as of right now. But he also says the new pandemic is the blame game. Seems like everyone is crying. COVID is the reason for everything. But what's he? What's he do? I guess he's a contractor, uh, House MDNG. So I'm assuming he uh, he does houses in New Jersey. Is what I'm guessing here. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So, but you were saying earlier that that. The guys uh, south of the border, our neighbors have they're not, haven't, yeah, haven't they're seen anything. Not as hard as us, right? Some right. areas that they have, right? So he also continues saying, I can't take the big box companies constantly being out of stock and everything. It's getting harder to get materials and materials are getting outrageous. So he's actually in New Jersey seeing that. I have seen an increase in customers trying to shop labor prices only. Well, I mean, that's. I think that's kind of a... That'll never go away. No, you know, everyone thinks, he also says, everyone thinks they are designers and general contractors getting their own material. So we have a stockpile somewhere. That's not the case, man. Like, we're not doing that. Uh, this is a huge pain in the arse. I can't babysit these people when they are calling me at nine on a Sunday. Asking, he's just going on and on. It's, Brother, it's all right. Ben, man, Ben. I gotta love it. I love it. Uh, but I mean, I think everybody, you know, like um, at Copper Pro Plumbing, I'm seeing a lot of plumbers, man. This is not just a lumber thing. Sad thing is we got to work much harder to make slightly more while the government's piece of the pie only grows. For what reasons? We are getting highly taxed already on everything. I agree with you. Mental health has gone down the drain recently and no one bats a high on that. That's 100%, a whole, man. Whole That's other a whole thing. new and, world, man. And Jim and I have already spoken about how we are going to talk about mental health because nobody is talking about this. No. 
this is massive, right? So yeah. I, I still want to talk a little bit more about like lumber gains and uh, I want to talk about, uh, I want to post some questions to you, Jim, about, um, let me correct the stumpage thing. Uh, a stumpage rate. <laughs> Did I just stump you? <laughs> this, this, this shows about information, all right? So uh, what are stumpage rates, right? A stumpage rate is the price a company must pay to the landowner in order to harvest timber from a certain area. The price was initially set based on the number of trees harvested price per stump. Today, the price is determined based on quantity units such as cubic meters, board feet, or ton. First, the trees are assessed to determine the volume of timber to be harvested. Once this is done, a certain stumpage rate is applied to this amount of timber. It's interesting. I never even knew that, but it, it makes sense, right? I want to... La, 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 la. What else is there? From an article with www.aacbd.com uh, about a dispute between Canada and the U.S. when it comes to forestry. The softwood industry is a vital component of Canadian and U.S. economy. Both countries have been trading lumber since the 1800s. It's a long yeah. time, man. Yep. Uh, but it hasn't been without its uh, share of problems. The softwood lumber dispute is one of the longest and most important trade disputes between U.S. and Canada affecting the lumber industry to the present day. To understand the importance of the implications of this complex issue, let's look at some key factors uh, and concerns surrounding the dispute. So economic significance of the softwood lumber industry. So they just talk about Canada is one of the largest lumber producers and exporters in the world. We are at the top. Yeah. of the list again we're frustrated that we get thirds like i don't get it we supply the world but we get the shit yeah right everyone no. is like complaining about the premium stamp on these pieces of lumber how and the wood in the, in the u.s is actually really really good yeah so we're not getting the proper wood and, and what we're supposed to do with that right just want to share that and then all boils down to money man Everything's about money. It has to be, well, right? Think about it. I mean, if it's going going south of the border, it's getting U.S. dollars. Again, it's all about the dough. 91, Canada decided to withdraw from the MOU, the Memorandum of Understanding, uh, which Canada imposed a 50% export tax on lumber destined to the U.S. So that was, I guess, a smart idea on our part at the first, but then all of a sudden, 91, they withdrew from it. And then 96... It temporarily settled for a five-year softwood lumber agreement, which limited the duty-free export of Canadian lumber to 14.7 million board feet per year. Like, these numbers are insane how much lumber we're sending down south, right? What is the current situation uh, with the lumber in the U.S.? So the U.S. continues to urge imp uh, imposition of taxes on Canadian softwood lumber until a system of competitive bidding for timber acquisition is established in Canada. Canada proposes a solution similar to the 1996 deal, which was duty-free for a board foot count. That's what they're trying to do. I'm not a politician, man, so I don't know what deals are going on on this back burner and all this other stuff. I just don't know what's going but what on. What is that? You know, yeah, I guess, I mean, either do I. So I, I just don't know what that, what that means now. Why are we? Why do we have a ninety-dollar piece of plywood? Um, will the housing market crash in twenty twenty-one? This has been a question for what the last ten years, right? Well, I mean, I so I, I have no clue. I can't tell the future, but I go if there is a time that it will, it's now. It would be. I would think so because this is all just what we're talking about. People cannot afford. What's going to happen? And you know, I've said this before, when this whole stimulus thing, stimulus comes to an end, it's been helping people pay their mortgage. 
It does. Pay their car. It does. Pay this, pay that. Like when all that comes to an end, and it has to come to an end, and then there's no work, how many hundreds of thousands of us is there across Canada? There's, well, we're 1.3. Is that what we are? Yeah, we're 1.3 of a country that has 37 and change, right? So we are a small percentage, but but we're a we huge generate, driving. Yeah, but we generate billions. Yeah, and that renovations at one time was you know sitting in the 50 to 60 billion dollars a year. Like it it went past it was the I think it went past the automotive at one time. So some of the experts are saying that a housing crash is not likely to happen. Today's market book cannot be sustained completely, but a crash as serious as the one from 15 years ago is unlikely because of a few factors, specifically the lending practices right now. Okay, when? 15 years ago. What's 15 years ago? How long ago? 2005? So that would have been the early 2000s, and that wasn't really a crash. That was kind of a blimp. Yeah, is that 06, the housing? Yeah, 06, that's, 07. That's a financial crash. Yeah, that Wasn't was more it? a financial thing, but I yeah, guess they which contributed. Would have, which would affect housing. Of course. For sure it would have. Look, at the biggest one I've ever seen was uh, early 90s, late, like 89, 91, 92. I was in it. I felt it. I lost my house. Like, yeah, it was, that was a market crash. Yeah, when you feel it that way. Yeah. At Stradwick Carpentone. Uh, a lot of people don't understand the cost of brick and mortar when they're shopping materials through e-commerce or through a contractor that does not have any overhead. True. It's true. I just, sorry guys, I'm trying to, oh, you like, I got, <laughs> trying to juggle a bunch of things here. Uh, so, I, I mean, we're just trying to give up a bunch of information. The benefits of using wood. Why is wood such a huge popular and we're not like the Europe or whatever? So, I mean, obviously there's a benefits like renewable, recyclable, natural timber, carbon positive, low energy production, health and well-being, fire performance, natural insulation. That's why wood is such, and that's why China didn't use wood and Japan up until recently, right. they weren't using wood. Now they are, and China, unfortunately, owns the world, right? So now they dictate, and every politician is smart in their career path to make arrangements with China. It's not the best interest in our for own us, country. right? Right, for our own country, right? But um, Canada's softwood lumber industry uh, consists of spruce, pine, and fir, used primarily for framing and construction. It is a key component of Canada's forest industry and supports predominantly rural and indigenous communities while generating $22 billion in GDP. That's nuts, eh? It's, it's absolutely nuts, man. And the U.S. is the number one uh, customer. 70% goes to the U.S. How much? 70. Of our lumber? American producers can only meet... Oh, sorry, sorry. Never, never, mistake. American producers can only meet 70% of their softwood needs. Canada covers the rest. 30. 30% goes to the U.S. But what's our needs? That's a great question. Who, like, what, do we, like, what are our needs? Do we, can we supply our own needs? I would think we could. That's a great question. Well, you know, like we, we talk about GDPs and everything like that and, and other countries' needs, but what about ours, right? It's yeah. frustrating when like you... Like, why are we not taking care of our needs? Uh, just to reaffirm, so where does Canada's export lumber to as of 2018? United States, China, Japan, India, Korea. That's the top. 
Canada's three largest export destinations are the U.S., China, and Japan, which represents 87% of our forest products. Wow. Those three big players in the global scale. How much lumber does Canada actually export to the U.S.? The United States is a huge producer of softwood lumber, milling over 26, uh, 26,200 billion board feet in 20, that's 2003 and exporting over 380 million worth each year. However, the U.S. also imports approximately 4.5 billion worth of softwood lumber from Canada, accounting for 83% of total softwood lumber imports by value. How much money does the forestry make in Canada? Okay, the forest sector generated about 1.9 billion in revenue for provincial and territorial governments in 2018. The forest sector contributed about 23.7 billion to Canada's national gross domestic product, GDP. In 2019, 23.7 billion, 24 billion. These are huge numbers for a country less than 40 million people in it, where we have 1.3 contractors, 1.3 tradespeople, 1.3 million tradespeople across the country. And we're short. And we're short. These are massive numbers of a product that we should be proud of. And, and then, like you said, where are our needs? Where are our needs, right? Where's the forest industry in Canada? 80% 80% of the forest industry employment is concentrated in three provinces. Quebec, 31%. British Columbia, 27%. And Ontario, 21%. I didn't know Ontario was that high. North, yeah. Yeah, north. However, proportionally, the forest industry represents a larger percentage of New Brunswick's total workforce at 3.5%, followed by British Columbia at 23 and Quebec at one6 That's the workforce. So New Brunswick is first, British Columbia is second, and Quebec is third, versus where it's, uh, the concentration is Quebec is first, British Columbia is second, and then Ontario is third. Why is pressure-treated lumber so expensive? Process? I guess it's prices of pressure-treated have gone up 50% since March of last year. It's supply and demand and greed. This is what he says, man. Grub has some holes in the inventory of, say, particular sizes of pressure-treated lumber. and Because it's the shit. It's the shit. That's right? exactly it. That's exactly it. Uh, there was something I came across which I thought was absolutely hilarious, and I want to find it. Which I want to just bring it up, and I want to. You know why? Why can't we? Why can't we go back? And you and I talked about this before, and I and I don't know if you like them, but the finger joint studs. I like everybody except yeah, but... finger joint studs. <laughs> 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 no, you know the problem I have with finger joint studs is, and and I get where you're going with this, is uh, painting. You actually have to work harder and be a better painter. No, no, studs. Oh, studs. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I misread. You know what? Yeah, we actually did talk about that. I personally have never seen a finger joint stud. Bro, Do they, they still make them? Well, they, they did. And I actually asked our supplier, I said, can I get them again? Like I, and what was the response? He says, well, I'll see what I can get. Like some of the the, the track builders use them and that years and years ago are I, they structural like are they structural? Yes. yeah not not flat i mean yeah but they meet all engineering all of it really i've never used one but you used them and i found when i used them for the for that year i did everything with them they weren't you know they were a touch more money i think at the time but i didn't have a i didn't i didn't have the twisting and the uh and the crown in crowning, I guess, of it, you know, of the wood. Less less group ops, less movement. Do you think more guys are jumping towards the engineer? 
engineer studs are still not they're still expensive well they're but they're they not far off now of what i know they but that's they haven't gone up yeah not the way dimensional right because what was it like jim like, like an lsl stud I, I think maybe last year was four times the price yeah now they're catching up we're catching up i think we're about two and a half times the price yeah. right so i mean but then we have the problem about framers complaining about it's actually harder to nail it. Right. And you'll get, you know, there's more work involved. Well, I see, you know, we're using more and more of that on the, on the interior walls, right? Do all your, yeah. ex, do your, all your exterior of course. walls out. In, of course. But is this a viable option? And then there's uh, the question I don't know. of I think steel. Well, then there's steel. But yeah. steel is not a viable option when steel yeah. is actually going up as well, too, and it's yeah. going fast. I mean, Bailey Metals, which is one of the biggest in Canada. Yeah. Huge increases with that. Yeah. I don't know the specific numbers. I was going to ask everybody. This is a really good trivial question. I found right. this really funny. Who uses the most wood in the world as a business? What business uses the most world, uh, wood in the world? You got to think global business now. They're in Canada. They're in the U.S. They're everywhere. Four letters. Four letters? Ikea. Really? IKEA is the world's largest single consumer of wood using a staggering 1% of the world's wood every single year. IKEA. Nice. Well, everything is. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I thought that was like really, really... If you think about it, you walk into any IKEA store, it's all wood. It's all wood. Press board, whatever. Yeah. Spruce, pine, all kinds of stuff, Crazy. right? Crazy. IKEA. I, I just said, now, which country... Has the most trees. It's not us. Mother Russia. Ah, The really? world's overall tree leader is Russia with 642 billion trees, reports the Washington Post, which analyzed the data so how presented. how come they don't? I don't get it. If they've got the most trees, they have winter, it's the prime. So what's going on there? Are they... Canada is second with 318 billion trees, and Brazil is third at 302 billion. U.S. comes okay, in so at fourth. Okay, so I guess fourth. the question is, Russia. Where does Russia get its lumber? Yeah. So now or, Russia or, doesn't build with lumber, though. They're concrete. Right. But they're going to need some lumber. But why wouldn't they harvest? Do they their go lumber? to IKEA to get mm. their furniture? <laughs> I don't know, but that, like, like, like when I think of Russia, I just think that they just keep everything there. They take care about their own needs. Right. Which makes sense, right? But I mean, Russia's twice as many trees as Canada and uh, a little bit hey, more. Yeah, that, that's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. I got a little comment here. So, Copper Pro Plumbing. Well, if we all stop buying everything, maybe it would go down in prices, but we got to eat. Tradesmen don't want hands out or don't want handouts. Uh, we want to earn our living integrity and on, on our own. And I completely agree with you, man. 100%, man. I yeah. completely agree with you, right? Yeah. What are the top five imports of Canada? Uh, trucks, 15 billion. Crude oil, 14 billion. Processed petroleum oil, 14 billion. Phones, phones. 11 billion. Computers, 9 billion. Medications, 8 billion. Turbojets, 6 billion. Gold, 6 billion. That's Canada's top imports. Is Canada richer than Australia, GDP wise? Richer? Richer. No. Canada with a GDP of 1.7 trillion ranked 10th largest economy in the world. We're 10th oh. in the world, while Australia ranked 13th. That's pretty good for it's a small not, little country. I know, it's not bad, eh? So it's not bad at all there. 
Why is framing lumber so expensive? Pandemic aside, there are also the rising costs of everything going into lumber production. Labor, transportation, containers, and so on, all costing more across the board, which dries up the cost of lumber regardless of supply or demand. That's what they say as a definition as a reason why it's gone up. I don't I don't I'm buy not it. Buying it. I don't buy it. No. I really don't buy it. No. I just think it's greed. And no <laughs> and not not being able to control the um the manufacturing end of it, the the mills. So here's a question for you, Jim. Stocks. Oh. Is lumber a good investment these days? <laughs> it would have been last year. <laughs> <laughs> a good investment typically offers strong growth prospects, lower risk, and portfolio di diversification. Lumber checks most of those boxes yeah. or more. Yeah. Over the years, lumber has provided competitive risk-adjusted returns. So one play on the lumber space is Timberland. Uh, according to Investment U, Timberland has actually beaten the stock market over the long run and with less risk. Since 87, the NCREIF Timberland index has climbed by an average of 15% per year, outpacing the S&P. Right. So if you bought, if you got in, oh, in 19, it would have been sweet. Right. Would have been very, very sweet. Right. Now's not the time to jump in. Nope. No, but I just thought that was kind of easy. So uh, some of the top lumber stocks, uh, just so you guys know about it, uh, Weyerhaeuser. 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 Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're big. Uh, Ryanier, R-A-Y-O-N-I-E-R, -E another timber-focused uh, company, second largest in the U.S. and owns nearly 2.7 million acres of forest land in southern U.S., the Pacific Northwest, and New Zealand. Pachatletic. I don't know what that is, man. They're in Idaho and Arkansas. So, yes, contractors should get the break and customers who want to get their own materials pay more. That will shift the control back to us. That was House MD again. Electrical underscore local underscore 69. Not a real union. Uh, what's up, buddy? <laughs> what about electrical wire? Is it about double? It is. Copper is double now. Is it? That's affecting your electrician. He comes in and all of a sudden his price has gone up. House MD is a general contractor. That's who he is. Thanks, buddy, for letting us know. Renaissance underscore. So Inc. just wait, 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 wait. Going back yeah, yeah, to yeah. the uh, electrical thing. So last year, the year before, we had our uh, this one place completely roughed in, all the wire hanging down in the uh, in the electrical room, ready to all be connected. Showed up one day. No. All, really? All cut. All cut. They just like bastardized it. Just, just cut it. Just took the copper. Just took the wire. I thought they would do it with the pipe, man. Did you guys see a lot of that back in the eighties and nineties with the copper pipes at plumbing? It, it had it mo. It had its moments. But not. It wasn't. Yeah, they went and there was, for a year or so. I think there was you know the craziness guys going and cutting all the copper pipe out. And so you know what? Like today, it's not unheard of that you could probably get some guy who would break in and and actually cut out all the electrical. I just yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Like it, it just happened. Yeah, we were, we had to get it all redone. It was twenty five thousand dollar. Well, that's where your builder risk comes in. Insurance kicks in, right? Was taken care of right away. Oh man! So oh. at Renaissance underscore Inc. Inflation is coming. Interest rates will start to climb. Always make sure you have a contract clause for material and price increase. I totally agree with you, man. 
Electrical underscore local underscore 969. Not a real uh, union. <laughs> My buddy just lost two homes this year because the homeowners... Two, two projects this year because the homeowners can't afford extra material costs. It seems like the government is working hard to shut us down. There you go, man. It's what we're talking about. Andrew, so, what's up? Uh, it's it's true. It's, uh, are they working hard to shut us down or are they just not working? Just naive. I guess they're just narrow mind or what do you call it? What do you call that? Short sightedness. Short sighted. Short sighted. Yeah. I mean, uh, Pacific Well General Contracting. Jared, what's up? How is CMH allowing people to pay the amount the market is selling houses at? How are they? CMHAC. Uh, it's true. They don't mind. You know why? Because they're all being fed. Greatly fed. Yeah. When there's bidding going on, that's absolutely insane. Why stop that 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 money train? Yeah. There's no reason to. They're insured. Uh, I was always under the impression that CMHC was like the big brother of the market. Well, you know, people with power. Our construction prices going up. Prices of both lumber and steel. Two primarily uh, building materials. Two primary building materials have surged anywhere from twenty to twenty-five percent recently, according to Daniel Pomfret, national director of the forecasting and analytics analytics at construction cost tracking uh, firm. I'd be happy with twenty percent. It's not. It's actually increased a lot yeah. more, right? Yeah. Jonathan Hilberg, construction call costs fall as material prices continue to rise. This article talks about how construction costs, labor, and overhead have dropped by 2.3%, and that has not happened since 2010, while we see the increase in material costs of over 130. So it's funny that you spoke about this earlier. Guys are dropping their rates to yeah. still keep the job. So they're dropping on average about 2.3%. There you go. Which is your 10 to 7. Yeah. But is that fair? Well, I mean, whether it's fair or not, I mean, it's, you have to, you have to stay open. You have to stay in business. I mean, it'll, hopefully it'll all come back and you work it, work it back. But I mean, it's like anything I said earlier, like, you know, we'll just get used to these prices and we'll just continue to pay and people won't say anything anymore and you'll have, we'll be paying our $75 piece of plywood and then when the shit hits the fan. $75, I would love to buy a piece right? of plywood at 75 bucks. <laughs> you know, in another four years when it goes up again, we'll bitch and complain and Nobody will do anything about it, and we'll just continue on. Do you think it's going to level out? You no. think like there's, there's. I don't think it's. Yeah, ever it's going to level out at seventy five bucks. Yeah, and it's always going to be a six gonna, or seven dollar two by four. Right, and we're going to go. Oh, isn't that cheap? That's what's sad. No, I mean that's just how stupid we are. When I was in high school, gas was about what thirty five, thirty cents a liter. We're at a dollar twenty five now to a dollar twenty. It's always been a hovering around dollar to a dollar twenty. When I was in school, it was thirty cents a gallon. <laughs> a gallon, holy cow, man, that's huge. I was still in gallons back then. That's huge. Uh, will houses be cheaper this year? National Association of Realtors uh, chief economist Lawrence Yen predicts new home sales will jump twenty-one percent. So my daughter just bought a place. They're moving out a few days. They bought for eight fifty. And the uh, they say they're selling now for one point one. He says climbs it will climb another nine percent in twenty twenty one. He predicts home prices will rise three percent in twenty twenty one. You says mortgage rates will rise to three point one percent in twenty twenty one. 
It's they not, all, they're already went out. Yes. Yeah, uh, no, no. They they held on the last one. I think they, they did. They, they held right, but I guess the next one is that's the risk where people are going to start talking about it might go up, right? Yeah, but I mean, when all this shit happened, I mean, it was people are already paying three percent. So the ones that couldn't change, and you know, it was going to be too much of a hit, they're sitting at you know three percent. I mean, three percent is not a bad mortgage. Man, back in the 80s. I was, mean, you know, so, like and now everybody's going to be all pissy again because, you know, they, some of them got in at, you know, one six, one nine with this, you know, so it does go up to three, three and a half, four. They go, oh, you know, the world's coming to an end. No, that's what it is. That's what it costs. I know, but the problem is going to be the people who purchased and overextended themselves and purchased at the max. Right. And, and when, in five years. Five years to renew. Yeah. And then if the house drops, and they can't care for it. And then that's how you get us into, into a situation, right? Why is Canadian lumber cheaper than the U.S. lumber? It's not. <laughs> the United States argues Canada can produce cheaper lumber in part because it harvests timber from public lands. It's this whole public-private land thing. In the U.S., they don't have public lands. It's all private, private, so that's why you can charge more. And that's why we don't get our material first. We get our material third. What is the duty that was placed on the Canadian lumber as of 20, April 25th, 2017? The Trump administration announced plans to impose duties of up to 24% on most Canadian lumber. I don't know. Did Biden remove that or probably not? Charging, I don't know, but I mean, doesn't that hurt them? It does hurt them as well, too, because they need it. We have it. Yeah, it kind of makes them... It doesn't make any sense. doesn't make... Well, then... Politicians, man. That's all I got to say. Uh, but he, does, wasn't, he wasn't a politician. Well, that's a whole <laughs> other podcast, man. Uh, does Canada make steel? Of course we do. Yeah. Steel is produced at 13 plants in five provinces, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, and Quebec. One Canadian integrated plant also uses the EAF process to produce a portion of its steel. I don't know what the EAF process is. Uh, who is the biggest steel producer in Canada? Biggest Asco? steel iron and steel manufacturing industry in Canada. I thought that was the new company from Defasco, wasn't it? Oh, iron and it? steel manufacturing. That's the name of the company. I think it is. Oh, I think they um like they they merged or I don't know. I can't remember exactly. The company's holding the largest market share in the the iron and steel manufacturing Canadian industry include Arcelor, Mittel, Stelco Holdings Inc. That's who they are. Uh, which country has the best steel in the world? Mm. I was a little surprised by this, but then I've also heard stories about they also consume the most steel. Is our friends... UK? No, China. China. China, really? They have the best steel? According to this study, top 10 producing countries is ranked number one, China. Uh, 8.3. So that's China there. Um which country is the largest exporter of wood, leading global wood product exporters? China. Panels. Uh, Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Guys, I, I was just talking to a kitchen manufacturer the other day, and he's like, listen, I get all my panels from a container from China. Yeah. So China's got 12.6 ownership of that uh, market with panels. Canada is 10.2% because of our lumber. Germany is 8.5% with fiberboard. I've heard of Germany's fiberboard. It's actually really good yeah. compared to regular press board here. Uh, USA is 8% with lumber. Eight? Eight percent. What are Canada's main industries? Canada's economy. How come there's nothing going on in South America? I don't know. Well, oil. 
No, but I mean, in the lumber world, isn't that more like regulations, a, rainforest? I'm sorry, that's what I'd say. Like, and that's that's pretty some serious lumber. That that's some serious. But they, they as far as I know, they were chopping those frigging things down fast to get rid of. We are losing species of animals by the minute as a result of that. With them harvesting, yeah, harvesting yeah. all the lumber. But the thing is, there was uh, sanctions imposed where you're not allowed right. to harvest, but there's right. still harvesting going on. Right. So it's a good point. It's funny how during this whole thing you don't hear about that. But right. then you. But walk I was in, telling you yesterday, right? I, that one of my buddies is um, who's a, a mill workshop, more more in the commercial end of it, and uh, and he was getting plywood. It's a South American, uh, South American. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. South America plywood spruce but it's a di you know it's a, it's a little different than the canadian spruce and he was getting you know the plywood for 38 bucks now it's not as good so what what makes it not as good what is i it? don't know i mean it's certain species of again i'm not an herborist i don't know i'm not a tree doctor so i don't know what <laughs> a tree <laughs> a tree doctor but yeah, that's what he was saying because his his you know he, he needs he needs lumber all the time for you know his building the boxes and building everything. So, so you figure like South America, the rainforest, and all this other stuff, but those are specific kind of tree species, right? right. So it's right. and then also you got to think about the age. Like poplar trees are what fifteen years you can harvest them. Yeah, firs and and spruce and everything like that. You can harvest them a lot sooner, so that yeah. you can regenerate them a lot faster. Trees in South America, they take a lot longer, two, yeah. three times more. Well, if not different longer. wood, harder wood, everything. Right? All that stuff like that. So, and it doesn't make any sense to build right. it that way. And then yeah. a lot of the southern South American countries, they build with concrete. Yeah. They're building yeah. the walls with concrete, retaining and all that stuff. And then clay, you know, terracotta shingles. And so they're not using a lot of wood. The exotics are used for interior applications for finishing. Yeah. Doors, trim. I've seen that all the time. Jatoba, all that stuff. I've seen that. So, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why they're not part of the landscape right now. Yeah. Literally. But, right. I mean, just think of all the cutoffs that you drive by every job site. They're all piled up. Where do they go? It's true. That's how they were making the finger joint. I'm looking at a graph here from B BNN Bloomberg. <laughs> I'm like looking at this graph. Awesome. So that's from March of 2020 to March of 2021. And I'm seeing lumber gains up to 972 in March of 21. And it was just over 300. And that is per 1,000 board feet being milled. Being consumed. No, I'm no, sorry. No. Forgive me. Price. No, this is shortfalls. Uh, so this is, uh, no, sorry. This is price. Yeah, this is price. Yes. Yeah. So what's the percentage in a year? And so in one year, we've gone from just over 300 to just under 1,000. So tripled in one year. Insane. That's per 1,000 board feet of consumption. Hmm. The surge in lumber demand initially took the industry by surprise in mid-2020 as the pandemic fueled the flurry of home renovations while home building soared. Lumber futures rallied to record record highs above U.S. 1,000 per 1,000 board feet in February, driven in part by low supplies of wood product. The contract, which averages around U.S. dollars 456 last year, was at 972 on Thursday. This is recent. Recent, 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 right? Crazy. 
U.S. lumber imports will need to increase by roughly 14% to 15% this year. China has also increased its appetite to lumber. The FEA forecast, I don't even know what that is, but uh, the Asian nation will need to boost imports by around 14%. So now the two big consumers have just announced that they need more. Hmm. Where does that, again, leave us? It's scary, man. It is scary. When does it stop? At Landscaping Toronto, how sure are we that a recession is coming? We're not. We're not absolutely sure, but the recipe, there's the ingredients that are floating around the economy right there now. There is, yeah. I mean, just do the simple math. I mean, all this stimulus has to be paid back. Once it Someday. stops. Once it stops, is there jobs to go back to? That's the scary part. That's and I have some of our suppliers that were saying like he lost, you know, some of his workforce because they just didn't want to come back. Oh, I was just having this conversation. I was first of all caught off guard that CERB is still happening. Right. I, I was like totally cough. I, I thought that, that that tapped out. I thought it was done, but apparently it's not. And, uh, and you had guys telling me that they were getting phone calls asking to do work for cash yeah. because they want to stay on CERB. But what happens is that uh, I think there's a rule now that if the employer brings you back after the pandemic, after it all started, offers you a job, but you you decline that job, you can get fined or something by the but government. How are they gonna? Then you gotta enforce. But they're that. gonna investigate the employer, and then they'll investigate the employer. And I go, so so more tax dollars being spent on this shit. Shit, exactly. First exactly. of all, all you guys that are on CERB and you don't want to go back to work, karma is going to bite you in both cheeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, there's lots of contractors out there that are looking for great guys and girls to work in the industry, and there's lots of great work. You can learn, you can thrive, you can build an industry. Now is the time to build your relationships. Yeah. Instead of staying at home for $2,000 from the government and playing Fortnite, you know right. what I'm saying? Like get rid of that and start going and make 3500 for the month. Yeah. Well, why did why did you know why why did this all happen with our summer help with with the students like it's we insane. couldn't get anybody it's insane right couldn't get anybody to come and work you know what it's it's kind of scary Jim like honestly it's it's very scary it's across the board lumber's the one that's being hit the hardest really hard you and I both see it a lot of other tradespeople see it what can we do about it sure okay so what if we all the good guys out there start lowering our overall profit margin. No, but you know what? I like what uh, somebody said right at the beginning. How do we rally the troops? How do we get everybody on board to go and do something? Well, we like, can start a petition and we can submit it. You know what I mean? You got 1.3 million tradespeople across the country here. I mean, the politicians have to do something if they see a petition that size, or even 100,000 tradespeople. Do we all just organize a thing and everybody in their Signs city, in their city, we pick a day? And we just send it to them. No, we don't send it to them. We go to them. We can do that. We can go down to Queen's Park. A bunch of pickup trucks and sprinter vans. It's been done before. The Ford Transit, they can come to. Why can't they do it in Vancouver? Why can't they do it in Calgary? Why can't you do it in Edmonton? Why can't we do it in every city across the goddamn country? I'll do it at a a specific time. The ones that are closest to Ottawa, we just all go there too. Camp out. It's a good idea. Let's see. You know what, guys? Why don't you reach out to us and let us know. Send us DMs or send me an email at Manny at the Construction Life or Manny at Hardcore Rentals. And let's pick a day this year soon. And let's rally and go up to the government and tell them 
this is not right. You guys need to do something about this. 100%, this is not right. And look at, you know, Joe Public, this is for you. It is. It's not for us. We just, you know, we just want to keep working. We want to have a job. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the consumer, the homeowner that's going to pay for this. So you guys should be on board with us. We would look good too by the consumers because they were like, we're doing something about it instead of just buying it and accepting it and then making the customer pay this extra amount. Well, it, it, it's, they have to pay. Why are we paying it? That's the thing. Like, you know, it's not our, it's, we're, we're not the suppliers. Harvey, first place, uh, first place at Holmes is asking, Jim, is that a dicky or a turtleneck? Oh, brother. <laughs> if I could have a dicky, I'd love it. They were awesome. <laughs> you guys don't know what a dicky is. You didn't live in the good times like I did, man. Just don't wear a black dicky underneath a white sweater. That's no, all I do that at Christmas. <laughs> I want to do a few shout outs here because all you guys were all sparked about this, man, when I, I sent it out there. So, I mean, at Jordan Verse out of the UK at Versa Homes, this isn't just Canada. It's 9.8 pounds uh, for a two by four. So 9.98 pound for a two by four with the exchange rate is actually 1736 Canadian dollars. Holy shit. I was going to say double. So it's pretty much what it is, right? That's what he's paying for a two by four there in the UK. Like that's, that's insane. At I am Yoda. Okay. Ask me if the plywood is made with gold leaf. <laughs> <laughs> at K underscore B O O seven double O seven sent me a pic of a bowed lumber up to eight inches of the bow, suggesting these could be used for rounded deck rails. <laughs> at Nestor bars, LLC Mark present costs are outrageous. We agree at long John gingers. Is this even real? WTF, so crazy. He has to laugh it off and avoid losing his mind. At Homestar underscore roofing, homeowners will be really happy to hear this. Sarcasm, of course. At Homestars? Homestar, Homestar underscore roofing. He's uh, a good guy. I've actually uh, I've worked with him once before. Raul Duroda, don't think anything is straight at Home Depot. Don't think anything is straight. <laughs> At, we love our fans, by the way. That's uh, hilarious. <laughs> at Clueless Framer, asking if steel studs have gone up. Yes, they have. He's a track framer, and two years ago, a house that was 600K, the same house, nothing different, but the cost of the material is 900K. Two years, your brand new build that you're buying is $300,000 more. Nuts. Is that not a 33% increase? In the purchase of the no, house, I just said that, right? So yeah, like my, my kids, my daughters uh, paid eight fifty, and now they're selling for one one. At Via Woodworking, he feels the pain. At Blue Contractors, another UK buddy of ours, is Canadian money like Monopoly money? <laughs> Always, <laughs> <laughs> everything seems money. to cost a fortune. At Captain L I R P, what the hell? At Gibson Carpentry Inc. out in Alberta, I believe he's uh, a lift of 3.8 OSB went from 600 to 4,500 in 14 months. This Come is not on. sustainable for much longer. 
a lift of OSB 3.8, $600 to $4,500 in 14 months. See, that is greed, man. That's greed. That Guys, gouged. we're giving you a reason here. We're giving you oh. several reasons to start a petition, start something, to do a day. We're all going to drive to Queens Park. We're all going to get there, voice our opinion. and Well, say, go to our, our, our parliament our local, building in, yeah. our, in our province, right? I mean, fuck. That's just insane, Sorry. eh? No, don't worry. <laughs> um, at Marley uh, USA Action Maintenance. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, building materials are getting out of control. At DKM May 87, prices are even higher at Lowe's. This show is brought to you by Lowe's. <laughs> at Lewis Woodworking, he quotes a deck in December. He says he now needs to requote due to the increases in material. Client says our budget is firm. We aren't paying any more for lumber. He replies, see ya. 100%. And then you should, every single tradesperson, if the client is coming back saying our budget is firm, we're not going up, just say goodbye. Yeah. Have a nice day. Take care. Guys, you know what? I know this isn't, you know, isn't the greatest thing to do, but, you know, getting in that kind of situation, I think I would just say, here's what you need, Mr. Client. You go buy it, and I'll come and install it. Yeah, do that, and yeah, so they absorb it. Yeah. At P. Kirby 29, he's a huge fan. <laughs> the godfather of construction right there. That's in a dicky. Right in a dicky. <laughs> in a dicky. I want to still shout out. Uh, so, um, at yo, Y-O.P-R-M-N, contractor in France. In all France. Prices, in France, all prices have gone through the ceiling. In not through France. the roof. So they're not, not through the roof yet. Not, just not the, the ceiling. Ceiling. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> At nickel underscore general just quoted offense almost twenty thousand. So what's that? What's that a foot now? What is it? What is it? Regular? I don't know. Wasn't it? What was it before? I'm trying to remember what the magic number I don't was. Know. I Wasn't it a hundred and no, no, not a hundred fifty. I thought it was no. I thought it was less than that. I thought it was like twenty five dollars a linear foot of a regular typical one by five board fence lattice. Six feet. Six feet. Wasn't it like twenty five or thirty five bucks a linear foot? I mean, years ago. I I don't know. Well, he's saying I don't know how long. He's not telling me how long it is. Right. But um, hey, anybody out there listening, like who does landscaping and fencing, and you know, let's just say you're six foot high. What is the linear foot cost now? Is it fifty bucks? Too high. What's too high? It's going to be uh, over 100 for a linear foot for a fence. Come on. No, I said 50 bucks. Yeah. Fi- no, I'm just saying I, I was like too high. Right now I'm quoting a fence for a client because he's asking me since you're already here, Manny, can you do the fence? I'm like, sure. I got a quote for a 12 foot long PT board, five quarter board, and also a cedar board. The PT board from, from our friends from Central uh, Fairbank there, 16 and change for the PT. For how long? 12 foot. 32 and change for the cedar. Uh, how, what, what is it? What'd you get? A five quarter board, a regular deck board. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's what it costs. So what's that a foot? Uh, 12 foot and 16. So you're probably like a buck 30, buck 40 for the PT, a linear foot. Deck board. Deck board. Five quarter board. Yeah. Right. I thought that was actually a pretty decent. I thought that was, yeah, that's not I a thought bad that was deal. a pretty decent price, right? At Greek Builder, shops at New Canadian, and they are selling a nine dollar two by four at Home Hardware. Wow. He mentioned back in 2017 this yo-yo happened, but it balanced out. I don't remember it. 
being this crazy or bouncing out in 2017. Do you remember that? Yeah, it did. It, it did. did. Yeah, yeah, I remember I was saying that it went uh, because there was the forest fires. That's Got when it. we were doing that big one. And yeah, that's when plywood went from 38 bucks to almost 60. At builders.ca sent me a graph, and that was some of the graphs that I shared here. Price per linear foot to frame a year a year ago was 400 bucks. Today, it's a thousand. That's a oh, year ago. It's double. Well, there you go. At Tile by Christopher, a sheet of curdy bo board is cheaper than plywood. That is scary. A sheet of half-inch curdy board is cheaper than plywood. Wow. I love Schluter. That didn't have any structural value. <laughs> <laughs> Keep putting it all Maybe Schluter should start making plywood. <laughs> I know. Uh, Integra Bell. Mike, uh, I threw up today when I saw this. On what? And when he saw my post. About the Home Depot prices. That's oh. what, that was his comment. I threw up today when I saw this. It's true. Uh, E6 Analytics, spending more time going through crappy lumber, one good for every five. Okay, so you know what? what? Doesn't, doesn't that happen when you go to Home Depot? It happens uh, generally. Like, isn't speaking. that what everybody does? Goes in and picks through lumber? Are you like me, Jim? Or I don't know if you do this anymore, but I try to make the sound of that bowed lumber as loud as possible when I throw it off of the stack. To get to the good I, I can't lumber. do that. I don't have pain. I just leave. <laughs> and I just go to my, you know, my buds at Central Fairbanks and give me that grab piece that. of shit. And I've asked them to stop putting the premium stamp on this stuff. Stop putting that stamp on there, man. But you know what? When you go, it's inside. It shouldn't be inside. Do it's people not crazy. get this? It's crazy, man. Upper level finishings, WTF. At b.curry underscore contracting. WTF. WTF, what the fuck? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you don't know that? Come on, you must know that. WTF. Man. No, I know. I know. I, I know what it is, but yeah. I thought that was part of his handle. Oh, no, 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 no. That's his comment. That's his comment. Yeah, no kidding. At b.curry underscore contracting. 110% is in less than a year. What the fuck is right? Yeah. At the Jake Decker, devastating for so many contractors already struggling. It is. We are struggling. Public yeah. thinks that we're not, though. I know. It's. I don't know where they got that. Like that miss. I don't get it. Like, where did they think that we were just like thriving? We're just making cake. Yeah. We're working hard by you know like that's the truth of it. Hey, look at our buddy here at electrical underscore local underscore sixty nine. Not a real unit. Those are the <laughs> bananas for all the construction monkeys. Those are all the bananas for all the construction monkeys. It's a good saying. All the all the uh, all the, the all prices. The yeah, all the no 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 all the prices, the crazy prices. Oh. At Ryan Matthews four one one. LOL. I picked a good time to build the garage. <laughs> At Lone Wolf Drywall. This is insane. At Ryan uh, Barron. I might just start growing my own trees at this point. Yeah. It's not a bad By idea. By the time they're ready, the price might come down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at RJ Hatton Renovations, uh, 100 bucks a sheet up here in Muskoka. For what? Three quarter? Three quarter ply. So uh, why is it $15 more up that way when it's only an hour drive, hour ship, and a half drive? Shipping it. I don't know. It gets shipped everywhere. I don't know. It's because you know what? People up Muskoka, they'll pay more. The way it is. It's, they will pay more. That's yeah. the thing about it. A few more here. At Tony underscore GD contracting. WTF is right. I just bought a three-quarter standard ply last week for 76 bucks. 
Where? <laughs> right. Tell us where, please, so we can go get it. At Mac Construction Zinc, that's nuts. Costs almost as much to pour self-leveling Ajili Screed per square foot. Yeah. Isn't that scary? Which is a great product, by the way. Yeah. I've done it so many times. At uh, Fortunatos underscore, I got quoted a few days ago $92.95 for a three-quarter TNG. He's considering engineered lumber. The client, it's not much more. It's not, it's not it's much not, more. It's, yeah, it's not much different. At Colin MCH, he responded by saying, COVID baby. And I said, COVID abortion. Yeah. Unfortunately. Can't um, blame everybody. Like, this is just... It, it, it's, it's, it's COVID just laziness, a, COVID everything. You can't blame... It's used as yeah. an excuse to... It's abusive gouge, right now. Man, yeah. At Stone Throw Construction, ridiculous. Someone is getting rich. Of course they are. No, there's a lot of people getting rich, man. It's not us. At Brighton Perry Con... Cons Inc. Uh, Timber Mart was a bit cheaper. Seven eights OSB forty four ninety nine, half inch OSB for forty four ninety nine. I used to buy that shit for twelve bucks. Like I remember buying it for about fifteen or so. Half inch OSB. Wow. At Matthew Vincent BG. Yes, sir. It's insane. At Con dot Carpentry with a K. Capitalism, baby. At its finest. It is. At its finest. KS Interior LLC. Wow, that's crazy. Like trees don't grow during a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At bins plus underscore disposal underscore solutions. Crazy with a bunch of Ys. At black underscore bronco underscore construction gross. At Nick Olton. Gotta pay a premium for those hockey sticks. It's crazy. Like Jim, so how do we... What's the solution here? I got more of them here. Like the people have been voicing this, man. People have been voicing this. What's the solution? Who knows? Like, what are we gonna do? We have to do something. We can't just sit idle. Yeah, but we got to do it. I mean, if you know, I mean, we can all sit and shoot the shit about it and talk about it. And if we don't, you know, if we don't, you know, become, as we say, you know, become the one force, all of us, then nothing's ever gonna happen. Nothing's ever gonna change. No. It takes one contractor, you convince another contractor, yeah. you convince another before you got a hundred, you got a thousand, yeah. you keep on going from there. Yeah. We're all feeling it. Every single yeah. tradesperson right now is feeling it. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that we're not hearing about all the businesses that are actually closing up. No. Because they're probably keeping it quiet. And, they're, and I'm sure there's been a lot of conversations probably with their family and also with themselves before they speak to their family. But where are they going to go? Should I stay? Should I go? Yeah, I know, but that's the question. But the thing is, if you stay, you're going to, is this going to get worse? Is yeah. it going to get higher? How can I make money at that point? Am I going to, you submit a quote, you know, you try to get one for every three, four quotes that you submit, you get a job. But then what if that one in four, one in three turns into one in five, one in six, one in 10? It's already. We're <sighs> finding that. Everybody's seeing that. Yeah. So at what point do you go, listen, I'm tapping out. I'm out of here. And, and, but then, like you said, where do you go? Yeah. Like you're going to get a phone call. I mean, if we're still in business, we're going to get phone calls. I mean, we're getting phone calls. Do you need anybody? You need anybody? Yeah, we will, but not yet. I mean, and, and, when I, and I only say that because, you know, we have a couple jobs coming up just waiting for the permit to, to show up. But, you know, I say that now, I don't know if I'm, when will I get the lumber? The scariest part is all the trades out there that decided after last year, because last year was a nice year for construction. Like yeah. we, we, we had a steady growth of work. Yeah. They started thinking it's time to scale up. And it's the ones that have scaled up possibly a little too much this year. And now we're seeing this. I mean, we were talking about it or way last year, how 
the end of this year was going to be that transition period. We, were, we weren't sure what 22 was going to do. But now I think this has been pulled forward. I think that 22 kind of thing is being pulled forward. And I feel for the trades that have tried to scale up their business, maybe bring on more guys, bring on more work, bigger. Yeah. And then they have these conversations. Might have been a premature, right? It might have been. But you know what, guys, like don't, don't beat yourself up either, right? I mean, you, you need help. You need help. You need help to get the stuff done. You need help to get you know, the work done that you've, you've signed. Some of us may have to go back on the tools. You still got your tool belt underneath your tongue. I do, man. <laughs> I blow the dust off. <laughs> At Northridge Corp. What's going on here, right? At Qatar Quilkin Construction. Uh, they're basically adding fuel to the looming recession fire. Yep. They are. At Reynolds by Bill. WTF and mind-blown emojis. And Italian hand. Nah. <laughs> the Italian hand emoji, yeah. yeah? At Cafe Coco Latte, that's the deal. If you're, it was 2031, 2031, that would be a deal. At M-S-E-L-Y-A-N, Highway Robbery. At Sever underscore Homes, out of control. At Carpenter underscore on underscore site. Andrew, what's going on? Poplar, Poplar has gone up 64% at Rex Lumber. Poplar. At Joe MC, uh, M Construction, LOL. At Borach Builders Corp, what the f at WTF man, he posted my story uh, to WhatsApp and everyone was going wild. Uh, from 22 bucks to 80 bucks, that's insane. Stupid. It is stupid, right? At Joe Fracini, that's crazy. At Van Horn Custom, is that stain grade? <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of emojis, angry emojis. He can't uh. get pre -fin You can get pre-finish 5 eighths for 70 bucks. Crazy. So you know what, guys? Start framing everything with pre-finish. Five eights. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper. At Rightway Construction, monkeys don't see emoji. Oh, so he's got the monkey don't see emoji one. All right. Last year was the same sheet, 56 bucks. At Mike Morse Old, sent me a graph highlighting the increases of all types. That's one of the graphs that we talked about. At McNeil Construction, he's out of Barry. I paid 85 bucks for a five eight. That five eights? For five eights. That three quarters is a steal. He paid 85. He's up in Barry. Uh, Ganell at Ganell Homes. Mind blowing emoji. Yeah. That's all he was using. At Phil underscore Barbosa 30. Paid 70 bucks per sheet at Lakeshore Lumber the other day. At Hard Work Canada. Chris took the words out of my mouth. WTF. At Righteous Contracting. Talk about a kick in the balls to start the day. At CD. Uh, get used to the kick in the balls because it's yeah. not going to stop. I think we should start making construction life jock straps. Yeah. <laughs> With the real cup. <laughs> At CD City. Uh, well, we can't afford it. <laughs> no, we can't. You're going to have to just take it in the balls, guys. That's all. We're all taking it in the balls. It's cheaper to get rid of your nuts. <laughs> uh, City. Yeah. S-I-D-D-E. Yikes. Thanks for the education. A few more here, man. I just want to just right. share what everyone's talking about, man. At NWO underscore plumber. Emco with delays and supply disruptions and mechanical increases of 25% and trades being asked to eat the extra costs because the suppliers won't i think the suppliers should also feel our pain too man i think they should yeah. help us out but i'm not a supplier right so at casco underscore agency oh my god was planning an addition there goes the budget at sheet metal steve holy shit at vive hosking that's australian prices 
I guess it's expensive down there. At Frank's Flooring, tagging me with more pictures, increase in the big box. He's a tile installer, doesn't really buy lumber. He thinks this is ridiculous. So they haven't really seen tile-wise mortars and stuff like that have not dramatically increased. No, but but the supply of tiles just can't get like you you can't get the there's variety, delays the variety right yeah, yeah. there's delays but that's delays. because of the whole container bullshit, bullshit bidding at the border yeah, yeah. China. But I, I think everything comes to quebec and it has to sit yeah and then go right and it's going from there right yeah. so at taco belly 14 this is insanity at kyle custom woodworks time for construction strike yeah it's true that's what it is man at jp underscore style fucking ludicrous at Dayton Hardwood Co. That's for your safety, sir. I'd rather go bareback. <laughs> I'd rather go bareback. <laughs> Last one. Oh, look at this. I'm not going to share his handle. This is actually Mr. Smith's handle. No, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't even say this because someone could probably put it together. I'm not going to say this now. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get him in trouble. Uh, he says something along the same lines as whatever else has been saying, so it's all good. Oh, Jim, 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 Jim. Look at Jim. I, I, What do I do with all this? I don't even know what to do with all this. <laughs> you got a bunch of messages? I guess, yeah. You're supposed to start interacting with them, man. It's a different age now. Everyone's, Holy Christ! Everyone's sorry, guys. Like, I, this is like overwhelming <laughs> for me. Fuck. All right, so all we did, guys, we really appreciate you guys listening. We stirred the pot. We know there's something going on. We want to voice our opinion. If we can all rally, you guys got some ideas, please shoot them out to us, man. Yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, and, and, and I'm serious when we say this. I mean, you get, like, look at all the truckers did it. They were all pissed off. Yeah. Right? They did it. So, you know what? Just, I know it's a big undertaking, and I know it's a, you know, it would take away from from our jobs and stuff but i i don't to be honest with you i don't know any other way look at it this way jim if you actually just let the trades build a house on their own just give them all the information give them all the material how quickly and efficient that house would get built it basically proves that contractors when we work together we can do anything we want to do right we all feel that these increases are absurd we should all be working together to get this down to a reasonable level, a fair yeah. economical fair. level. So, and again, I, I, you know, I say that you know, it's it's only, it's only for the, you know, the best of the country too, right? I mean, the last thing we want to do is going into recession, and then everybody's on unemployment after coming out of a pandemic where you know we're never going to get out of this, or you know, my grandkids will. They'll probably still be, still be paying for they'll this, still be paying for this for shit. Sure. And who's to say what's going to happen down the, down the road in a few years? Maybe another one comes. We all have to be prepared for it. Got to be prepared for it, right? So you know what? So maybe that guy's like, think about it. You know, start putting some shit away for a rainy day. But yeah. also, are they testing us to see? I, I look at I these. I think so. I think they're increasing and going, you know what? Just just nudge it a little Let's bit north. Market. Yeah. Just a little bit. And you know what? Nobody's doing anything about no. it. They're still buying. They're still building. Yeah. They gripe. They complain. They tweet. They Instagram. But nothing's really being done. Yeah. Justin, grow some balls and, and stand up for it, you know, for this. That's, yeah. all, that's all I'm saying. Like, you know what? Stand up for the construction industry. Stop ignoring the construction industry. It's what runs the country. And I get that these are big, big companies that are behind these materials, like big, big companies that basically voted you in, so to speak. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? So, and that's what you're, you need to actually get the office. Don't ever forget that every government official should be working for the public. 100%. That's what you're there for. You're not to fill your own pockets. So guys, please, you know, we encourage you to, to, to rally to us and send us messages more me than Jim, because Jim's just going to (laughs) flip on that. I'll try to keep up with it. It's been great, but, uh, we wanted to just share what was going on. This is just like something that's insane. That's going on. We really appreciate everybody listening. The numbers are going through the roof. We like it. We're continuing to make shows. Jim, you wanted to mention something at the very end. I totally forgot uh, we were talking about on the drive over here. Oh, the um, client. Oh, yeah. Uh, about um, how do you? How do you? Oh, well, yeah. You want to leave the listeners with an interesting question. All right. Yeah. How do you rate? What was the right word that I came up with? How did? How do you describe the perfect the client? client? Yeah. What would you guys, all our listeners out there, how would you guys describe the perfect client? What's your threshold when you're ready to? And, and this is at the table when you're, when you're trying to get the client, like where, what's your threshold of walking away or taking the job? What would, what's going to throw you, what's going to put you over the edge? What little thing they say they do, yeah. they want that is going to change you being a part of this job. And maybe, maybe it's a two part question. What's your, what's your definition of a good client? What's your definition of a, Shitty client, a bad client, a, a bad client, a bad client, and we, not you know he's an asshole or she's an asshole. No, we want, like, we want no, you to what, be what, constructive yeah, about. I it. I mean, because let's face it. I mean, uh, you know what? They all start off great. Some continue to be great right through. Some you know waver a little bit, but maybe we waver a little bit. That's the other point that you brought up, which I thought was really interesting. Right, right, because it's not always them. It's not always us. Right, but we wanted to hear from you guys. What do you guys think is the ideal perfect client and the, the bad client. All right. What do you guys tell us? Tell us because we have a threshold. They have a threshold. Yes. Just what we're talking about now for the last little bit or long while. How do you think they feel? Like you're coming to them. Oh, you know, Jesus, look, there's another hit, another 10 grand for this lumber. We did not allow for it. Of course they're going to be, you know, losing their shit. And I think a lot, in a lot of cases they vent, they don't mean it personally. But they're venting at you. You're there. You're the target. You're the only guy that. Yeah. You're the one that's bringing them the bad news. Yeah. Right. You're the guy that brings the good news, and you're the guy that brings the bad news. It's that simple. It is. There's the question. What's it, what? What's your threshold? What's your uh, What's your definition of a good client? What's your definition of a bad client? I, you know what I mean. I, everybody's got it. I'm sure there's a common denominator there has for to be. all of us there has to be what a shitty client is and what a good client is but i'd like to hear you know what your what takes you to take what pushes you over the edge to just say i'm done but you know that jim that question is also open to all the sub trades that work for gcs 100 so what what makes a good gc what makes a bad gc so keep that in mind guys as well because we know that you yeah. all have sub trade like sub trades all the mechanical guys everybody like that we wanted to hear from you because we wanted to discuss that and we wanted to figure it out. And we also wanted to educate and share how to handle those situations. Yeah. So when a good becomes bad or if it is a bad, do I walk away or how, at what point? Well, like what I want to learn. Yeah. So we want to share what, you know, our insight or what, we, what we've learned. What we experienced. All, yeah. I mean, we're always learning. Will was over at one of our job sites last night. We were all, 
shooting the shit. And then he goes, oh, Jim, your, your site's really clean. <laughs> and some of the trains were leaving, right? And I said, yeah, most of them clean up, but there still are the ones that don't. <laughs> Even though they've been with us forever, they're just... You electricians. <laughs> no, le actually, the electricians... They're really clean? These guys are really clean. Good, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. That's good to hear. Plumber leaves me in a little mess <laughs> once in a while. Then. <laughs> Fucking shavings from everything. <laughs> Is he listening? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah. All your trades will be like, you know what? You should, you guys should really start listening to the podcast because <laughs> yeah. Jim just opens <laughs> up. <laughs> We really know what he thinks of us. <laughs> oh, there's lots of stuff that's yeah. not recorded. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, that's, that's a good question. Like, we want you, to bring that up, think? right. And what, and what do you think your, your GC think, you know, expects from you? Yes. Like I expect a good job and leave the place reasonably clean. You made the fucking mess. Just, there's a broom. Clean it up. Yeah, there's yeah. a garbage bin. Yeah. If there's no garbage bin, that's my fault. But it, put it in a pile. But if there is... Don't drop the cup two feet away from uh, it. You know, that. you lazy bastard. <laughs> Just put it in the thing. Oh. Uh, all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Just a few more shout-outs. Obviously, Jim Carrick, at Jim Carrick. Uh, at has no Reynolds. clue how to use no this, clue he's got a bunch of it. messages he looked at his phone he's like i can't answer this right now i'll get back to it later on at carrick hall guys check it out also please if you can donate to uh www.reynoldsforheroes.org like any little bit can yeah it'll help great, us out man. we want to keep the charity going there's lots of vets that need need our help and, and our you know our assistance man so whatever we can do and uh, guys again and girls, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We're getting so much feedback from you guys, positive. And uh, we've got some really good shows coming up, like really, really good shows with some amazing guests that are basically going to change your business. I can guarantee you that. Both Jim and I, we know that for a fact that these upcoming guests are going to change your business. And that's paramount to us. Yeah. That's really important to us, right? And don't forget... The association is happening. The mentorship is happening. This is going to happen. We're figuring it out. We're working on it. We do have day jobs. No, I don't, you don't want to hit that? The Gemini came up with so he just he just wrote something. It was good that we're not live right now, but he just wrote something down about some craziness that Jim and I were talking about. And I, I don't want to share it yet. I don't no, not yet. Not yet. Okay, I, okay. When it when we get when we get close. Li listen, this all it is is that you guys will love this. This will be it'll be out of control. Epic. It'll epic. be epic. Yeah. It'll, it'll be. be epic and it's it's a scenario that you probably want to see Jim and Manny in. <laughs> <laughs> and it will be quite entertaining. That's all we're yeah. gonna say. But once once yeah. it's ready, we got too much going on right now, Jim. So yeah. once it's ready, we'll plant the seed. We'll drop it. As we it. get closer. As we get closer, that's a good hint to that. Yeah. As we get closer. What number of podcasts we have? One hundred and forty. This is a hundred and fortieth podcast, and obviously we're on our track to get to so the two hundredth. Right. So we have hint, to get hint, to hint, the one eighty. Yeah, so we, we got a little ways to get there, but until we get there, we're going to have a number of guests that are going to change your business, man, for the better. Yeah. So please listen in and keep sending the messages. And anybody who wants stickers, keep, I told you, I got stamps for the entire world, man. So <laughs> ask me for a sticker, I'll send it out to you. Guys, thank you so much, Jim. Let's go enjoy the rest of the day here. All righty, man. man. Let's get out of here, bro. All right.